Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to Prayer International Radio. I'm your host, Sean Holmberg, along with Christopher Herzog. It is Tuesday, March 29th, and here we go for another two hours of the demonstration and power of the Holy Spirit, and another two hours of prayer, worship, the Word of the Father, the Bible, and no idea where we're going to go with this tonight, so let's just give it to the Lord. Father, Lord, we come before you boldly to your throne of grace in which you said we are accepted in a time of need. Father, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would anoint our lips, that you would quicken our minds, give us revelation and insight and a sensitivity to our spirits to follow in the direction you lead us tonight. Lord, we give you complete glory and honor for all glory and honor belongs to your son, Jesus Christ, who died and rose again and is seated at your right hand. Father, the word declares that the angels stand around you crying out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and who is to come. And so, Father, we join with those crying out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. Father, we bow our knees and we bow our hearts before you, Jesus declaring that you are our Savior and that you are our King, that you are our Great Shepherd, that you are our Redeemer, that you alone are our exceedingly great reward. So, Father, we come to you tonight giving you this broadcast, Lord, that you will have your way in this broadcast, Father, and that you would reach out and touch the lives and the hearts of any person who may be listening, Father. Lord, whether they be in the same city or the same state or whether they be on the other side of the world, Father, you know, for you see all things and you know all men, Lord. Father, so we ask for your grace and mercy upon our listening audience. Father, that you would demonstrate your power toward them, Lord, that you would demonstrate to them and give them a revelation and an understanding into your love and compassion in their lives. Father, that you would break every stronghold in their lives in the name of Jesus Christ, that you would break every bondage, every hindrance that would prevent them from coming to you, Lord. Father, we ask that you tonight, Lord, would send out your word, Father. Heal the sick. Father, cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Father, for nothing is impossible to you, Lord. Father, and we stand believing and trusting in everything that you said that you would do and that you could do, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it seems a funny thing, and I may have mentioned this before. Actually, before I say that, um, this is Prayer International Radio, and we're here to glory and honor 
Jesus Christ above anything else. We're not here to seek our own glory or to seek our own ministry. Um, I can speak for me and Chris saying that we could care less about having a ministry because it's not about us. It's about him and it's about the lost and it's about those people in the world who are lost and dying and those people who need a touch from God. And if by any means we can stand here pleading on behalf of the, the nations and pleading on behalf of the lost and interceding before the Father God for the lost, then our whole purpose here is fulfilled. And so we believe in prayer and we believe in the miracle and the power of the Holy Spirit and we believe in the power of God and we believe what the Word of God declares over our lives and over the world. And we believe that His Word is more powerful than the Word of the enemy. And we believe that His promises are true. And so if you need prayer for anything tonight, our calling number is 619-638-8458. We have a chat room open if you would like to join us and just to talk about whatever's on your heart or to get prayer. If you need an immediate prayer, our email address is, and you don't want to call in, our email address is prayerinternational at gmail.com. Once again, our call number is 619-638-8458, and we'll try to answer your calls as soon as we get them. You know, I've said this before, and... It seems like a funny thing for me and Chris to stand here every night and proclaim and to speak out on behalf of the Father and on behalf of the Word of God and to teach and to pray with you um, because we are the least uh, qualified among men to proclaim the Word of God. We have not much formal education. We don't have a special ministry. We don't have connections. All we have is a relationship and a trust in Jesus and our credentials and our calling and our election as ministers of the gospel came not through men, but it came through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You know, Paul said that, woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. And we will stand here every night proclaiming out to however many nations this broadcast is going to that Jesus Christ is Lord and that Jesus died for our sins and for the sins of the entire world and proclaiming the love of God to the world. And you will hear that night after night after night. And if we ever get to the point where we stop mentioning the love of God through Jesus Christ and we stop mentioning that he is the way, the truth, and the life, then we might as well not have another broadcast because in the end, that's all that matters. You know, um, when I say that about um, us being qualified, it's because the Word of God declares that nobody is. We're qualified not based on our, on our own merit or our own achievements or our own abilities, but we're qualified to preach the gospel simply because Jesus said to go preach the gospel. And that was it. That was the calling, and he gave it to anybody who would believe in him. 
and he set down a precedent that if you would have faith and go, then he would fulfill his word. And it says in Mark 16, verse 14, later he appeared, and this is after the resurrection, it says, later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. And not in the name of Sean, not in the name of Chris, not in the name of a person you saw on television, and in, in the name of Jesus. He says, in my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. You know, a lot of people don't believe these days in half of what I just read. And if someone doesn't believe it, well, they need to take that up with Jesus because we didn't write it. He did. And those are his words to the body of the church and to those who would follow him. The word declares that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he said... And these signs will follow those who believe. In verse 19 it says, So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. And so... We have a ministry, and not just us two, but we as the body of Christ. We have a ministry of being ambassadors to the Lord Jesus Christ and to the earth. And we speak on behalf of the King of the Kings and the Lord of Lords, declaring his truth and his word. To the world in every situation And we stand as ambassadors to him Going throughout this earth To every place and everywhere That Jesus Christ is Lord And declaring the word of God And rebuking the darkness And letting the light of the gospel shine Into every corner and every crevice of this earth And into every place that lacks the knowledge of Jesus Christ We are called to spread that knowledge And to spread the revelation Of his love to the world So I'm going to switch over For a little bit To 2 Corinthians And I'm not sure If we're just going to read this or teach on it So um, you'll be just as surprised As I am And let's just see what the Holy Spirit um, Says Um but in Second Corinthians chapter four, verse one, it says, "Therefore, since we have this ministry, 
as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. That means that regardless of what happens, regardless of the ups and the downs, regardless of the trials and tribulations, we have received mercy and grace from the Father, and we don't lose heart. It says, he who continually goes forth planting seed will undoubtedly come again reaping with joy. And we don't lose heart, and we trust in the Father, and we keep our hope into him. The Bible also says that we walk by faith and not by sight, and we don't trust in those things which we see around us. We trust in the things that are written in the Word of God. Um, verse 2, But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the Word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Whose mouths the God of this age is blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is the it, for it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have received this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. You see, it's all about his glory and it's about his power, and we don't share in the glory. We share in the privilege of working hand in hand with the Father to accomplish his will in the earth. And he has anointed men and women and called men and women, and not Paul said in a later in a later place he said, "Not many wise, not many noble are chosen, but it's God uses the weak, and he uses the simple to confound the wise, and the things that are not, and the People who may not have special callings and special giftings or anything else, but they have a calling and a mandate from the God of heaven and earth. And that is enough. It's the ultimate certification. It's the ultimate seal of approval. It's the ultimate mark upon our lives is that we are anointed with the Holy Spirit to preach the gospel into the world, having him confirm his word with signs and wonders that follow us having faith and trusting in what he has declared and being obedient upon it. It says in verse 8, we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body 
the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. You know, Paul's saying that there's no difference between them and us, between those who first saw the Lord Jesus and us who have come 2,000 years later to trust in him. It said, blessed are those who believe and have not seen and it says in verse 16, therefore, we do not lose heart in all these things, it says. We're hard-pressed, we're persecuted, we're struck down, we're forsaken, despised by the world for the sake of his name. But nevertheless, we do not lose heart, regardless of what the news says, regardless of what the governments may say, we do not lose heart. And we keep our eyes on the goal of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And we keep our eyes on the goal of the salvation of the world and the redemption of all men and the restoration of a fellowship between all men and the Father. And so keeping that as our goal and our aim, that we may be fully pleasing to him, and present to the, those people to him, we do not lose heart. Regardless of what happens, we keep hope in him, and we keep our faith, and we keep our trust in him, and we keep moving, and we keep going, and we keep pressing, and pressing, and pressing, and pressing, and when you can't press anymore, then you trust in his strength to give you the ability to keep on pressing into the things of God and pressing against the works of darkness and impressing into your relationship with the Father to come before him and as face to face and to come before him. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction. You know, something that Paul said, and it's and it's ironic when we talk about our light, when he says, but our light affliction, the, the lives of the disciples were far different than the lives that many of us currently and may ever face. There are places in this world where preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is the quickest way to meet him because by preaching his name warrants death in some parts of the world. And there are missionaries and men and women and children of God 
who go into those places where the gospel of Christ is forbidden, just like they did back in those days, not caring about their own lives, but just caring about reaching the lost. But, you know, even then, the disciples back in the days of Paul, right after the resurrection, were tortured and killed and stoned and everything you can think of. And even then, Paul said it's a light affliction. It's a momentarily, momentary light affliction in our lives. He said for our light affliction, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are just temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You see, we believe in the salvation of the world, and we believe the word of God that declares that he is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And Jesus, who declared that I have not come into the world to condemn to the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And it also says that this gospel shall be preached into every nation. And there are still people out there who have not heard the gospel. You know, there there are thousands, millions, I'm not sure how many children born every day, who for the most part are growing up into a world that no longer talks about Jesus and no no longer talks about the redemption and about the deliverances that the Lord has done. You know, before the flood in the Old Testament, the world had become exceedingly wicked and had stopped mentioning God. They had stopped talking to their friends and talking to their neighbors about God until the point it came when they completely forgot about God. But yet there was one man, I mean, sorry, Noah. There was one man, Noah, who, regardless of the situation around him and regardless of what everybody else said and regardless of what the world was like, he still pressed on and he still did not lose heart. For he knew that the author and finisher of his faith was the creator of heaven and earth. And he knew that there was a joy set before him that was more important than the life affliction that he might have to suffer. And so we press on into this world not caring about our own lives or not caring about our about popularity or about any such thing or about building ourselves up because we're not here to build us build ourselves up. We are here to build up the body of Christ and to build up the bride of Christ because it says he's coming back for a pure and spotless bride and it also says that we are many members in one body and some of us are fingers and some of us are toes and some of us are eyes and some of us are ears and we are many members in a single body that is being built up together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit and until the very end 
and we are reunited with him, it is our goal and our aim to bring unity to the body of Christ and to spread the message of the gospel to every man, regardless of who they are, to spread the word of God, which is not just salvation, which is the most important part, but it also covers healing the sick and it also covers casting out demons and you know people nowadays may not believe in demons but the bible declares they're there and so i would trust what god said and what jesus said more than what popular theology or popular tradition or the current doctrine of the age would teach because you know the the enemy its main weapon of choice is ignorance and having the people of this world not know the truth. You know, the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. And, you know, you could also change it to say, in a way to say that his people suffer for lack of knowledge, for not understanding those things that have been freely given to them by God and and not freely understanding the birthright and the inheritance we have when we call upon the name of Jesus and the power that comes from calling upon that name, which is above every name. And, you know, when Jesus said that and when, you know, Paul said that God has given him Jesus, the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And you know, when he said that, he meant it. That means every knee bows. End of story. End of question. And it doesn't matter what who the person is, it doesn't matter what spirit in hell would like to stand up against the chosen anointed children of the Most High God, for we are all sons and daughters of the Most High God. It doesn't really matter who is the enemy. You know, Paul said, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come now, nor height, nor death, nor any created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from his love. And nothing is higher than the name of Jesus. And so when we call upon the name of Jesus, and we call upon his word, and we come into agreement with the Father of all creation for the words which he has already spoken out, amazing things happen. Because when we have the guts take him at his word and to trust him that he fulfills his word and it's not because of us it's not because we're special that we say the right words it's because we're obedient to believe and to trust in who he is and what he has said in our lives so we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back in just a few minutes.
we're going to spend just a few minutes in the presence of the Father. So just turn your eyes to Him.
phone number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, give us a call. We have a chat room open. If you need prayer, if you don't know Jesus, now's the time. If you want to talk to us, give us a call. Get on the chat room. We're going to go into a time of prayer and asking the Father to fulfill his word and believing that he's going to fulfill his word. And so we're coming into agreement, us and whoever is listening in the audience, and we're coming into agreement before him on behalf of those who need a touch from him. And so if you need a touch from the Father, if you need the power of the blood of Jesus, if you need anything that you would need a touch for, just raise your hands if you're able to. Father, Lord, we come before you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, asking for complete and total healing. Jesus, we thank you for your blood. Father, we thank you for the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. Father, we come into agreement on behalf of these who are putting their faith and trust, believing you to heal them. And so, Father, right now, be glorified. Father, be glorified in their presence. Be glorified in their midst, Lord. Father, whatever needs they have, touch them where they're at. Father, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, Father, fill them with the fire of your Holy Spirit. Fill them in their house with your presence with the all-consuming fire, Lord. Father, fill them with joy inexpressible and full of glory and the peace that you said surpasses all understanding. Father, we command every demonic spirit of oppression to leave right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We rebuke you and command you to leave. We rebuke you, spirit of fear, and we rebuke you, spirit of doubt, and we command you to leave the children of God right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit of sickness and infirmity, we command you to go right now in the name of Jesus Christ, and we cast you out of their lives in the name of Jesus Jesus, we ask that you would heal every broken bone, Father, that you would heal every tendon, every muscle, Father. Lord, according to your word, Father, that every organ would be healed, Father. Every vein, every blood vessel would be healed right now, Father. Every piece of their brain, Father, every eyesight, Father, every ear, Lord, every tongue, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, we speak complete and total healing right now, Father. We speak restoration according to your word, Father, and we thank you for your blood. Father, I want to lift up Thomas to you, Father, who has been 
suffering and been diagnosed with leukemia, Lord. So, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus Christ, knowing that you are king. Father, your word declares that by your stripes we are healed. And so, Father, we thank you for your blood over Thomas right now, Father. We speak against leukemia, and we command it to leave his body right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You have no right and no choice but to leave right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. And we thank you, Jesus, for your blood over him, Father. And we thank you for your blood. Father, we thank you for your blood. We thank you for your blood over the listening audience, Father. Father, even over those who are not listening, Father, we ask for their healing, Lord. We ask that you, Father, would be glorified. And you already are glorified through your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
is in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. God said, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. So we're going to be joined in just a minute by Christopher Herzog. Our call in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer, if you have something on your heart, then give us a call. We have a chat room open. Um, If you need an immediate prayer and can't get to a telephone, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And so we're going to play another song, um, and then we'll have Chris on.
All right, well, praise God. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host for the second half of the broadcast. And this is Face to Face. Uh, we're thankful we had Sean Holmberg in the studio tonight, just sharing his heart. Uh, the Second Corinthians, a few other scriptures, just really sharing about being intimate with the Lord, just trusting God no matter what we're going through. You know, even though we're hard-pressed on every side and we go through trials and we go through things, you know, it's good to know that we have a God that is walking with us in the middle of it. When we walk through a fire, God promises we would not be burned. When we go through the flood, he says you will not be overflowed by the waters. And when the storms and the winds of life come, it's good to know we can have the peace of God which passes all understanding to rule our hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. And so right now, we want to lift up those that are calling in, looking for prayer. You know, we have uh, had some people tonight ask for prayer, that the Spirit of the Lord would touch them. And so we want to lift up a few different prayer requests that are coming in uh, briefly, and we will go into various times of prayer tonight. I just feel the Holy Spirit will have us in and out of prayer. Right now, uh, first we want to acknowledge our chat room. Thank you for being in the chat room, those of you that are Listening, our Blog Talk Radio family, those of you that have shows, that have uh, BTR profiles, that are actually doing ministry also on the air, uh, those that are connecting with us, praying for us, and asking for prayer, praying for our listeners, praying for those uh, that are calling in and that are chatting in, we thank you for just being a part of our Christian family. So right now we want to lift up, uh, we've got uh, all in the service. Oh, the Lord, we just want to lift up Joe right now. He's going through a time, you know, his friend just passed away. He had a friend, Ray, that just passed away. And so, you know, Joe, right now, we just declare, you know, the Father loves you, and the Holy Spirit is your comforter, and he is your guide. And listen, he has a peace which passes all understanding. And if you will allow the presence of the Lord if you'll allow the love of God to wrap his arms right now around you, we are praying that wherever you are, Joe, right now, uh, I believe you said you're out in Tennessee. If I heard right, Memphis, Tennessee, or wherever you're at in Tennessee, Joe, we pray that the Holy Spirit would go out to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, that he would wrap his presence and his power around you, that the peace of God would rule your heart and mind that the peace of God would carry you through this storm. We pray for Ray's family right now. We pray for those that were close to Ray, that they would walk through the time of peace and the comfort of the Lord. We pray that you would be empowered and encouraged to go forward in the ministry of God and everything that God has put in your heart to do, everything that God has declared over you, Joe. We pray that in the name of Jesus you would go forward, that the will of God would be done, and the kingdom of God, would come and that he would touch you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Listen, we want to continue to pray. Um, we also had a prayer request come in and I want to lift that up too. Um, right now I know we had some people come in uh, with prayer, we've got some issues. We've got some people that are going through a, a situation with uh, a federal court situation tomorrow. So right now we want to pray for Jose 
is that uh, and for his children that have to go through this, for his family that have to go through this, for some now. We want to pray for you right now. Uh, for Walk on Water, you, you ask us to pray. Sister, we just lift up your family right now in the name of Jesus. And those that are listening, please join in. When you hear prayer requests, when you hear us praying on the air, if it's not personally for you, listen, join in as the body of Christ. There's power in agreement. There's power in agreement. With two or more gathered, he's in our midst. And so right now we pray for Jose. We pray Father, that he would have favor in court, that, Father, your will would be done and your kingdom would come in that courtroom, that you would work in a powerful way. Father, we pray that you would work in the family, you'd work in the children, you'd work in those that are walking through this with him. And we pray for all those that are going through court situations, Father, that you will walk with them and that the favor of the Lord would be on them. Steer the king's heart, the judge's heart is in the hand of the Lord. We pray, Father, you would turn it whichever way you choose, Lord. And we know that you want to bless Jose, and you've got a hope and a future for him. You want to bless, no, you want to bless our sister Lupe. Uh, thank you for healing her right now in the name of Jesus and touching her and her body. Thank you for healing her of asthma. We just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Jesus, that you are a healer. Right now, we just want to lift up those of you that are walking through infirmities, through trials and through hardships that, that uh, you've got negative reports from doctors, you've got negative medical reports, or you're facing crisis situations in your body. Right now, we want to lift up what you're going through. I know uh, for Debbie and my sister-in-law, Debbie, right now we want to lift up Debbie. We want to pray. Those of you that are listening, pray for my sister-in-law, Debbie. She fell tonight, hurt herself. And we're believing that the Lord would work in her hip and just begin to work healing in her body. Right now we pray for those that are going through immediate pain, immediate crisis, those that are going through trials. Maybe you've been given a doctor's report. Right now we speak to every disease and every infirmity, every sickness, every pain, every lying spirit, every tormenting spirit, every spirit of infirmity every lying report of man. And we declare the report over you right now. The Bible says that by the stripes of Jesus you are healed. And right now we declare it is God who heals you. He forgives your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. He's sending forth his word to heal. And we know all things are possible with God. All things are possible to those that believe. Listen, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. He changes not. He changes not. And let me tell you something. In Jesus' name, be healed. If you're sick in your body, receive the healing of the Lord. I know we have some prayer requests coming in from Destiny Christian Center. We've got uh, uh, Misty that's sick in her body. Uh, apparently she almost died or was going through a, a near-death situation uh, quite a, a while ago. Right now we want to pray for you. We see healing over your body. We say be healed by the stripes of Jesus. He took your infirmities. He took your sickness by the stripes of Jesus be healed. Right now we're praying for uh, Jason. He's going through a tuberculosis. We say you are healed in Jesus' name, Jason. Those of you pray for Jason. Join in with Jason that he be healed of tuberculosis. Another Jason is going through cancer right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would touch you in your body and that you would be raised up from your sickness. You know, Hezekiah was on his sickbed. 
the prophet of the Lord came to him and said, set your house in order, you're going to die. And he went to the Lord and he called on the intercessors and he went to the Lord in sackcloth and ashes. He rent his clothing and went into his chambers and he began to call out on the living God. And he said, God, have mercy on your servant. And the Lord decided to give him 15 years. 15 years added to his life. Listen, if you're a believer today, if you're a child of the Most High God, man or woman of God, teenager, whoever you are, listen. Even if you're not in the kingdom, listen, today is the day of salvation. Come into the kingdom and receive the benefits of God. If you're a child of God, there are benefits for you. There's an inheritance for you. Forget not his benefits. He heals all your iniquities. He forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. Listen, child of God, be healed in your body. Be healed in your body today. Take up your sick bed and walk. Listen. If God can do it for Hezekiah and add 15 years to his life after the prophet of God came in and said, you're going to die. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter the report of man. It doesn't matter the doctor's report. It doesn't matter. What man has said, what matters is that you believe the report of the Lord. Listen, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. And it doesn't matter what you've heard. What matters is what you believe. It doesn't matter what you've heard. It doesn't matter what you've heard, but what you choose to believe is what matters, Jesus said. Be it to you according to your faith. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. That's what the Proverbs said, the Old Testament. New Testament says, all things are possible to them that believe. Listen, if you ask anything, in the name of Jesus, believe it. If you ask anything in the name of Jesus according to his will, it will be done. We know it's God's will that you be healed. Why? Healing is the children's bread. By the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. Do you think God would have had his son be beat, be nailed to a wooden cross, take stripes on his back, take thorns on his head for nothing? Do you think God let his son go through the torture and the torment and the pain and the agony of the passion of the cross and what happened even before the cross and then go through and go through hell for you for three days? And yes, praise God, he got the keys from the enemy of death, hell, and the grave. And yes, praise God, he came out of the grave. And thank God he's alive today. But listen, do you think the Lord would let his son go through all that for nothing? Christ did not die in vain. The blood of Christ was not shed in vain. And I'm here to tell you the blood of Jesus is still speaking for you today. Whether you're a sinner, whether you're a saint, the blood of Jesus is speaking for you. If you're a saint, come to the cross. Come to the Lord. Come now. Today is the day of salvation. Do not hold back. Listen, the Bible says if you believe, and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. If you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you should be saved. Not only you, but you and your household shall be saved. Today is the day of salvation. Listen, the Holy Spirit is strong. No one can come to God unless the Spirit is strong. But listen, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, all men will come. And I'm telling you today, the name of Jesus is a name above every name. It's lifted up. 
Come to the water and drink. All that are thirsty, come. All who are thirsty, come. Come to the water and drink. And your soul will delight in the richest of fair. Listen, Isaiah 55, 5 says, Ho! All who are thirsty, come to the waters and drink. Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Are you in despair today? Are you desperate? Isaiah 55 says, Come, every one of you, to the waters, and he that has the money. Listen, this doesn't cost you anything. It costs him something. I will say this. Actually, it will cost you. It won't cost you money. It'll cost you your life. If you want God, Jesus said, lay down your life. Take up your cross and follow him. Listen, he who keeps his life will lose it, but he who loses his life for my sake, he will find it. If you want this life of Christ, listen, Jesus gave his life for you so that you could take his life, so that you could have his life. Listen, come and eat and drink. Even if you don't have any money, come and experience the wine and the milk without price. Isaiah 55, 1. Why do you spend your money, verse 2, on that which is not bread? Why do you labor on that which satisfies not? But hearken diligently unto me and eat that which is good and let your soul delight itself in the riches of God. Incline your ear and come to me and hear and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Even the sure mercies of David. Listen, Isaiah 55, 1 through 3. Listen to me. God's saying, look, come. Come to the waters and drink. Come to the waters. There's a river of water. Jesus said there's a river of life. And if you're thirsty, drink of his river. You'll never thirst again. There's a river of everlasting life springing up in your soul. Come on. There's a Holy Spirit on the inside of you that wants abundance to come up. Look, the kingdom of God is within you. You don't need to go to a healer. You don't need to go to a prophet to get a word. Go to God. Go to the living God for a word of God. Now, do we discriminate against prophets? No. The Bible says, eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. But go to God. You live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, not the mouth of man. And make sure if you're listening to a man or a woman of God, what they are saying is in line with that Bible, is in line with that scripture. Jesus said, I have not come to destroy the law, but every child and every tittle will not pass away. I've come to fulfill it. And listen, the word of God changes not. We are not here to add to or take away from his word, but we are here to declare the Lord in truth, that we will worship him in spirit and truth. Now listen, saints. God is calling you to worship Him, spirit and in truth. And it's not what's declared, it's what you believe. So we pray healing over your body. We pray healing over your marriage. Those that have broken homes, broken marriages, your children are away from the Lord. Maybe your parents are away from the Lord. Listen, maybe your spouse, maybe it's a husband or a wife. Listen. God is a God of restoration. He's a God of unity. He's a God of peace. And he is a God that can take that as scattered and that which is fragmented and that which is broken. And he can make it whole again. He can take what the locust and the cankerworm has eaten up. He can redeem the time and everything that the enemy has come in and trashed in your life. God can turn it around for the good. He says all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And if you'll love God today, 
if you'll get into the purposes, if you'll begin to pray according to his purposes, and you say, well, what is that? Well, pray his word. Pray his word. Confess his word. Declare his word. Believe his word today over your life, over your marriage, over your children, over your parents, over your body, over your finances. Maybe you need a breakthrough today. Have you begin to recognize God as your source? Do you recognize God as your source? Do you despise people that preach about finances and prosperity? Listen, maybe you need to get a different attitude about what the Bible says about the, the blessings of the Lord. The Bible says the blessings of the Lord maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. The Bible says that if you give, it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall man give unto your bosom. The Bible says, listen, to test God, to not rob God in the areas of tithings and offerings, he will pour out a blessing where there's not room enough for you to receive it, that your bars will be bursting with plenty and your vats will be overflowing. We're talking about an abundance. We're talking about a harvest. We're talking about the source of life. We're talking about the source that has the cattle on a thousand hills, that owns everything, that everything in the earth, under the earth, above the earth, in the heavens, below and above, listen, it's all the Lord. And if you need finances today, if you need prosperity today, if you need provision today, if you need your bills paid today, if you need... Whatever you have need of, God says, look, if he notices a sparrow when it falls from the tree, he notices when one hair falls from your head, do you not think he recognizes when the children of God need bread? Did he not feed Moses and the children of God in the wilderness manna when they needed manna? And even when they grabbed about it, he gave them quail. Now listen, God will give you what you want, but it may not be what you need, and it may not really be what God has intended. In fact, the cares of the world. Go ahead and pray for the world, but listen, they may choke you. Just like the quail in the wilderness choked out the children of the, the Lord. The cares of the world are choking out the blessings and the word of God within the people of God. And you're allowing the cares of the world to come in and rob you of the blessings. You're allowing the carnal mind. You're allowing the flesh. You're allowing the words of man. You're allowing the circumstances. You're allowing your negative situations to rob you, to bring anxieties and cares on your life. Listen, God says, cast your cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you. Be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious. Don't be full of anxiety, but be full of peace. Don't be anxious for anything but everything. Through prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. Listen, if you're full of anxiety today and you need his peace, go to the one that brings peace. If you're full of sickness today and you need healing, go to the one that needs healing. If you're full of sin today and need forgiveness, go to the cross and go to the one that can bring you healing, bring you forgiveness, bring you finances, bring your family back together. Listen, he's the God of restoration and he changes not. He's more than just a story. And yes, we believe the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, from Genesis to Malachi. He's the God of the Old Testament. And from Matthew to Revelation, he's the God of the new. Listen, his name is Jesus, and he was there from the, the beginning of the earth. He was there when the earth was founded. And he'll be there when the earth is recreated. He was there when the earth was flooded with water, and he'll be there when the earth is consumed with fire. And let me tell you something. God is pouring out his spirit today. 
there is a fire of God coming out upon the earth. The glory of God is covering the earth. The waters cover the sea. Look, he promised that the knowledge of the Lord would cover the earth. Like the waters cover the sea. And if you'll allow the Holy Spirit in your life, If you allow the Holy Spirit to come into your life, you will do the impossible. Listen, there are people being healed of fibromyalgia and MRSA. Listen, we're, we're getting a testimony right now. Two things you can't explain. The doctors can't explain it. But listen, when God heals, plain and simple, he is a healer. We have testimonies. My wife has been healed in her shoulder. She had a three-year shoulder injury, and the Lord healed her shoulder. She's healed in her shoulder. Listen. We've got friends been healed of hepatitis, healed of cancers, healed of, of comas, healed of broken marriages, healed of bondages and addictions, healed of depression. We got a testimony last night. We have a sister, uh, she got healed of asthma. Praise Jesus. Had another brother, he got healed in his heart. Hey, praise God. We got brains growing back, people. I just got a testimony just now in the chat room. Thank you. Thank you, JC Overcomer Ministry. Woo! So, I'm just going to let you know. Now, this didn't happen on our show, okay? But this happened to a sister of ours that has a show. She says God grew her brain back. Almost one-third of her skull was empty, and now it's full. And so, you know, hey, God's touching people. We've got a doctor's report coming from Singapore soon. I hope we're waiting. We've heard. I don't know. We're waiting for it. As soon as it gets here, we'll probably post it on the website. But God's healing hearts. He's healing lungs. You know, we have an Aunt Sherry. That she'll tell you there was a day in her life she had a head size bigger than a basketball. And they were telling her she was on her deathbed, not giving her too much hope. But listen... We heard from the Lord, my wife, that's her heart. She goes into this hospital room, and here's Aunt Sherry, her head's bigger than a basketball. We didn't even recognize her. We we go in there, we didn't even know it was her. We actually passed her out by the room and saw that they had moved somebody else in the room, and it turned out it was her, but her head is torn up. She got an infection in her body, COPD, had a hole in her lung. They had to put her in a induced coma, and they were it, just things in the natural were not looking good, okay? The doctor's reports were not good. All right. And so we went up to the hospital, and my wife, bless her heart, she goes up there with a head phone. And uh, she goes up there with the headphones, and she puts the headphones with the worship music on Cherry and starts praying. And, and she's just, you know, praying and letting the worship music wash over. And we got the Christian television on, and we're up there having Holy Ghost, you know, prayer time. and of course, the doctors and the nurses, the people are in and out of there thinking probably that we're a bunch of neckhazes. But, you know, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Now, I had to uh, go out of town for a little bit during part of this, so I didn't get to see the process. Uh, but God shrank and she said back. Now, we talk to her all the time. She's saved now. She go to church uh, from time to time when she can. And uh, God is working in her life. Listen, God shrank her head down. My wife would go in there and talk to her and say, okay, Aunt Sherry, what are we going to do this weekend? Let's get everything together. She began to call things not as though they were, biblical principle. She began to say things 
the way God was saying it, not as though they are. Listen, when you got a trial and you got a situation, you got a circumstance in your life, you got a family member that needs healing, you got a a, a dog that needs healing, or a, a family pet, or or you got a crisis in your life uh, over finances or or, or uh, a marital issue, or you got a child, parent-child uh, crisis going on. Let me tell you something. You need to get the word of God in your mouth. You need to get the word of God in your mouth and begin to call things not as though they are. You know, your words are powerful. Words are powerful. There's life and death in the power of your tongue. And you don't realize if you keep speaking negative, it will slow your prayers down. It will even stop your prayers from getting answered. If you keep talking like the world, if you keep talking like the devil, if you keep talking carnally, but then you pray religiously or spiritually, if you talk like the devil and then pray the Bible, the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. How would he receive anything from the Lord? And you've got to be singly focused. You've got to be singly minded. You've got to get the word of God in your mouth. God is good. We praise the Lord. Listen, I know I'm going off. Look, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. I'm your host. I'll be your host for the next uh, 30 minutes on the show. God's touching people tonight. God's working in people's lives. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's lots of testimonies of healing. Listen, we've got people in the chat room. Get in our chat room. Sign up and get in the chat room. Check out some of these other ministries, some of these other radio shows. Man, there's things going on. God's raising up ministers on radio shows. Not just this one. Not just Prayer International, but we got Walk on Water. J.C. Overcover Ministries, all in the service of the Lord. Get in our chat room. Check these people out, man. Get on the Internet, www.prayerinternational.org. We got some links on our website. Get, check out Facebook. Hey, look, my name is Chris Herzog. Get on Facebook. Check it out. You need prayer, call the number, 619-638-8458. Look, we're trying to reach out to you. We're trying to be a spiritual connection for you, a spiritual family, a edge of prayer. We're trying to build a prayer chain here that are good 24-7, whether we're doing it on the radio, on the Facebook, on the video, on the website, on blog talk radio, chat room, whatever. Hey, God doesn't care. He just wants people to be touched. God doesn't care how we do it. He just says, hey, what's in your hands? And he told Moses, Moses, what's in your hands? What's in your hand, Moses? And Moses threw down a rod and became a serpent. You know, whatever's in your hand, listen. Whatever you put your hands in will prosper. Whatever you commit to the Lord, God will do something with it. Don't despise small beginnings. Maybe you've been laboring and laboring and laboring and digging and digging. Listen, intercession is hard. It's hard to plow the hollow ground. But you got to break up the rocks. Have you, have you ever poured a foundation or, or built a garden or anything like that? you got to take all the debris out first. You gotta dig up, you gotta pull trees and stumps and roots and rocks and garbage and fill up the ground and get it all broken up and loose, remove the bad soil and rebet the good soil into it. Then you gotta dig the trenches, then you gotta plant seed and put fertilizer and 
or whatever. Then you got to water it, make sure it gets the right sunlight, make sure it gets the right temperatures, make sure it's pest free. Listen, it takes a lot to get a harvest. It takes a lot to get a harvest. And sometimes you got to plow, sometimes you got to plant, sometimes you got to sow, sometimes you got to pluck up, root up, break up the fallow ground, and it takes some time. And listen, you can get weary and well doing. Look, it's hard work, people. But God says you will reap in due season if you faint not. So don't be weary and well doing. Look, I know you're out there preaching the word on your shows, I know you're out there praying for your family. Some of them are supporting you. Some of them are despising you. Hey, look, you got a God that loves you. You got a God that died for you. You got a God that that's got an eternal reward. He's the treasure you're seeking. Not only is He rewarding you in this life with His presence and His love and His peace, but He's got a reward for you in the next life by the power of His Holy Spirit. By the power of his Holy Spirit, he's got a reward for you on this earth if you'll follow his principles and you'll trust his mercy and grace when you do miss it. And if you'll walk and trust him, he's got a reward for you in a lot to come. And it's nothing. Hey, what you're going through is nothing. The junk and the garbage, trials and temptations of life, the circumstance, look, it's nothing compared to the glory that you're going to experience when you're standing there face-to-face with us, beholding him. And listen, if you'll stay in his glory now, if you'll stay in his presence now, if you'll find a place where you can stay under the shadow, stay abide in the secret place of the most high God, where you can meditate on the Lord day and night, the Lord said, look, if you meditate day and night and do all that's in the Word." Do all that's according to it, you will be prosperous. And that gets to that he who keeps his mind on me, I'll keep him in perfect peace. Listen, keep your mind on the Lord. Keep your mind on the Lord and he'll keep you in perfect peace. Well, praise God. Look, we're going to go into a time of worship. Allow some of this word, allow what the Holy Spirit is speaking to our hearts. I know I'm getting ministered to tonight. You know, it's funny how God will do. A lot of times, if we'll just open our mouths, God will fill it. If we'll just open our mouths, God will fill it. And so we need to really just open our mouths. And you will be surprised what will come out of it. You said, don't worry. Hey, if you're a minister, stop worrying about all your preparation. Look, study to show yourself approved. Study, 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 study with the Word of God. Get that Word in you. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Now, I'm not saying don't prepare. But, hey, let's quit being performance-oriented and and be more uh, spirit-oriented. Let's be more worried about the anointing touching people and changing people's lives and our words tickling their ears. Okay? If you got to go stand before a boss or have a meeting or or teach a class or do a business meeting or, or... go save it for a new client or go have a job interview. Hey, if you're a child of the Most High God, if you're a child of the Most High God, you don't have to worry what you're going to say. And God will put the words in your mouth. So you can have confidence. You can have confidence before God. So praise God. Look, this is Prayer International Radio. 
We're just saying, hey, all who are thirsty, come to the waters and drink. Isaiah 55, 5. Look, I started out there. Oh, everyone that's thirsty, come to the waters and drink. We're here to tell you there's a river flowing. Just relax. If you're in your home, your car, your office, wherever you're at, listening by your iPhones or your Blackberries or your Androids or your laptops, your desktops, wherever you're at, hey, allow the Word of God to soak in your heart and this river of God satisfies your thirst. And all who are thirsty and all who are you heart in the streams of life at the pain and sorrow be washed away in the waves of his mercy mercy as deep cries out too deep oh who are thirsty Oh 
are back. Praise God, just worshiping God and drinking from that fountain of living water. Praise God, it's good to know that when you're thirsty, He will refresh you. And when you're hungry for the living God, listen, He will satisfy your soul. Tell you what, let's uh, read a little bit of words tonight, Isaiah 63. I'm sorry. Well, hey. Uh, no, Psalm 63. I was just in Isaiah. I was actually looking at Isaiah when I said that. Um, Psalm 63, you know, David was considered to be a man after God's heart. Of course, we know he wasn't a perfect man. He didn't do everything right. But he did everything passionately. He was a passionate man. And one thing he was passionate about was God. And you know, it's good to be passionate and just have a burning heart and a hunger for God. And the Bible says, Psalm 63, David says this. He says, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My flesh longs for thee. My soul thirsts for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. He says, to see your power and your glory as I've seen thee in the sanctuary. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Talking about longing longing for God, desiring God. He says in verse 6, When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the night watches at night, because you have been my help. See, God's an ever-present help in time of need. Remember that. David says in verse 7, Because you have been my help. See, he remembered God. He was thankful. He remembered what God did for him. I think it's very important. We need to remember what God does for us. Jump back. Look. In the shadow of your wings will I rejoice, because you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. Where are you abiding? We're going to go back into this in just a second. But where are you abiding? Are you abiding in the shadow of his wings? The Bible says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow Where are you abiding? Where are you dwelling? Are you in the shadow? Is the Lord covering you? Is he your covering? Have you clothed yourself in the Lord? Have you clothed yourself in Christ, accepting his righteousness, accepting his forgiveness, accepting his sacrifice, his mercy, applying that blood to your mind, to your life, to the words of your mouth, to your family, to your marriage, to your finances, to your job, to your business, whatever it is, to your ministry? Are you abiding in the shadow of his wings when it's concerning everything in your life? Are you abiding? Are you seeking him? Are you trusting in the Lord with all your heart? Are you leaning not on your own understanding? Are you acknowledging him in all your ways so that he can direct your path? Are you? Very important. All right, sorry, Holy Ghost rabbit trail. I've got spiritual ADD sometimes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Because you have been my help in the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. He says, my soul follows hard after you. Your right hand upholds me. Is your soul following hard after God? Are you running after God with all your heart, mind, and strength? Are you seeking him while he can be found, calling upon him while he is near? Listen, the Lord is near to those that fear him. If you'll draw near to God, he will draw near to you. And if he abides in you and his word abides in you, then you shall ask what you will and you shall bear much fruit. Listen. David said, my soul follows hard after you. The word follow hard in the Hebrew is called the bach. The bach. It means to stick to, to cling to, to adhere to like a glue or like an adhesive. He says, I'm sticking to you, God. I'm clinging to you. I'm not going to let you go. And your right hand upholds me. Jesus is at the right hand of God and it's his standing right hand in your life. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go down into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword, and they shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. And everyone that swears by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. All right, that's Psalm 63. Listen, David says, God, you're my God. Early will I seek thee. Listen, you've got to get up early. Seek the Lord early. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty for God? Are you longing for God? Are you longing to see his power? Are you longing to see his glory? Have you seen it? David said, look, I've seen you in the sanctuary. Lord, I want to see your power and your glory. Are you crying out? Are you telling God, God, show me your glory? Moses did. Moses said, Father, show me your glory. So, Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, we say, Father, we're hungry, we're thirsty, our souls thirst for you, our flesh longs for you. We want to see your power and your glory in your sanctuary. Father, your love and kindness is better than life. And, Lord, we praise you tonight. Father, right now we pray a hunger and a thirst over everybody that they would be satisfied, satisfied. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I'll lift up holy hands in your name. Lift up your hands in the presence of the Lord wherever you're at and allow the presence of God to wash over you. In the name of Jesus, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Allow the anointing of God to come over you and the fire of God to touch you where you're at. Listen, God wants to change your life. Hey, Holy Spirit of God, is pouring out. Look, David knew he wanted to see the power and the glory. He said, I'm lifting up my hands. I'm lifting up my hands because your love and kindness is better than life. I'm going to place you. I'm going to bless you. My soul is satisfied as with marrow and fatness. Listen, are you satisfied? Can you praise him with joyful lips? Because he's restored to you the joy of your salvation. Holy Spirit pouring out. God is moving. And if you allow the Lord to touch you, look, 
The word is going forth. God says he would confirm his word with signs following. He'd confirm his word as it's preached with signs following. Listen, if you'll preach his word, if you'll preach his word fearlessly and boldly and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you, you'll see his power and his glory. You'll be satisfied. He will quench your thirst. He will feel the longing of your soul. And listen, when you remember him at the night and in the day, he'll hide you in the shadow of his wings if you abide in him. And if you'll cling to him, cling to him, cling to him, cling to God, hold on to him. And don't let go. Be like Jacob that wrestled with the angel. He said, what? I'm not going to let you go and let you bless me. Gonna hold on. You need to imitate those that through faith and patience inherited the promises of God. Look, study these men of faith. Study these women of faith in the Bible that knew what it meant to hold on to God until they got exactly what they knew God said you could have. And listen, child of God, God's got promises for you out of the Word. He's got things, blessings, inheritance for you and your family. For you and your family, for you and your city, for you and your neighborhood, for you and your ministry, for you and you and your radio program, listen, for you and your destiny, whatever it is, whatever the plan and purpose of God is for your life, he's got. So let's go into the time of prayer. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. Listen, if you need prayer, 619-638-8458. We've got a few minutes. We'll take your call. You want to email us? Prayerinternational at gmail.com. Prayerinternational at gmail.com. We'll post uh, some information up on the website, on the chat room. And uh, feel free to check it out. Let's send us your info. Send us your prayer requests in our, on our website. Prayerinternational.org. All right, praise God. Word is going forth, and God says He will confirm His word with signs following. Listen, if you preach the word, He'll confirm it. So, Father, we ask you to confirm your word. We ask to see your power and your glory tonight. We speak over everybody that needs your peace in their minds. We speak over every man and every woman tonight that's in the chat room, Lord. We pray blessings. Blessings over all in the service, Lord. We just bless right now in Jesus' name. Joe, we pray for Cheryl. We just bless. Uh, walk on water. We thank you for Luke. Lord, bless them tonight. Bless their ministries. Bless the works of their hands. Lord, bless our Facebook family. Bless our Blog Talk Radio family. Bless those that are, are in our lives, Lord, our real family. Lord, I pray right now for, for my wife. Look, if you're praying and interceding, my wife needs prayer right now. If her enemies attacking her and her body, attacking her and her ear, uh, uh, some type of sinus infection type deal. If she needs a healing in her thyroid, we see miracles all the time. We see miracles in her body. And sometimes the enemy likes to attack. We have to stand. Listen, we're in a war. And we've got to stand. So pray for my wife. All right, Tracy Herzog, pray for her. My name is Chris Herzog. Pray for us that we would stand strong. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray for my wife. We rebuke the thyroid condition. We rebuke the infection in Jesus' name. We pray healing over her body. 
And we pray healing over everybody. We thank you that you're healing Lupe. We thank you that you're bringing peace to Joe right now. We thank you that you're touching Cheryl. We thank you that you're touching Sean and Rebecca Holmberg right now and blessing their children. We thank you that you're touching our Facebook family. Uh, Brandon, right now, we, we thank you that you're healing Brandon and blessing Brandon and the works of his hands. Lord, we pray for, for uh, there's a misty out there on the, the Facebook. It doesn't bless you tonight. You ask for prayer. Look, we're blessing your family, blessing your husband, blessing your relationship. Asking that God heal you in your body and touch you in your mind. We bless our Destiny Christian Center families tonight. We bless those that go to Church of His Glory tonight. And Apostle Diane Nutt, we bless you tonight. We bless Jaron Jean Howell tonight, Diane and Kenneth Nutt tonight. Bless these men and women of God that have been supportive in our lives. We said, bless Thomas Lane Television, Mike and Hazel Simon. Hey, watch them, support them, bless them, check them out on the Internet. Whatever God says to do, pray for them. Thomas Lane Television. We bless uh, Pastor John Lee and Lori Lee, Citywide Harvest Church in Rockwell. God's pouring out a spirit there, moving, raising up a, a move of prayer there among the people that are hungry for the new things of God. We bless Steve Foss Ministries in the upper room out there in Keller, Texas. Hey, look, this is Prayer International Radio, face-to-face. We're praying tonight. We're, we're lifting up the name of Jesus. If you need prayer, you can go to the phone, you can go to the website, whatever you need. Look, we want to be there for you. And we just thank you. Hey, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Hey, I don't know what TYVM means, but this stuff just let me know. I have no idea what TYVM is an acronym for. So if you're in the chat room, just put it in English for me. I'm learning. Hey, bless our chat room. Bless our Facebook family. Bless everyone that is touching our lives. We just speak in the name of Jesus. Go forward. We speak and bless the nations tonight. Bless those in Japan. Bless those in Israel. And in Jesus' name. Be blessed. This is Prayer International Radio. We just ask, uh, if you have a need, go to our website or send us an email at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And so, Father, bless the nations and take your word, take your gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations and let your spirit cover the earth like the waters are covering the We thank you, Father God, and we bless everybody tonight. And we thank you tonight, and we will see you tomorrow. TYVM, thank you very much. In Jesus' name, this is Fair International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. Good night. Praise God.